Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Here's what's cooking on today's sports stove local hour. We're talking EKU baseball with freshman Tate Nunley, and we are also talking basketball with Turner Buttry, by the way, a regular season A-Sun champ, Turner Buttry. That's what we're doing today on today's show, and that's what's cooking on today's Sports Stove Podcast. McKinney looks, sets it a pocket, throws open, receiver, touchdown! Colonels, we're not done yet! Our identity is we're going to press for 40 minutes, we're going to play up-tempo, we're going to play with unbelievable passion, and then our brand is the most exciting 40 minutes in sports. Welcome in to an all-new edition of the Sports Stove Local Hour, presented by Righteous Felon Jerky. It is time to join the flavor revolution and you can do that at RighteousFelon.com. And if you use the code STOVE15, that's stove one you're going to get 15% off your purchase each and every purchase that you make. I personally love the bootleg and barbecue flavor. It's my favorite of the bunch. Uh, the Soul Survivor is a phenomenal flavor. The Fowl Capone if you're into turkey jerky, uh, is really flavorful as well. But there's lots of options for you, again, at RighteousFelon.com. Use that code STOVE15, STOVE15, for 15% off your purchase. Welcome into the program. I'm Vince Stover. I am typically joined by Ryan Jackson on these Monday night shows. Uh, Ryan, unavailable tonight, so you're going to have to put up with me for a few minutes before our guests get here. And uh, looking forward to a great program. We're going to continue to talk EKU baseball uh, today. I'm really excited about our guest, Tate Nunley, coming on the program. Freshman who has already made his presence known for EKU baseball this year. We'll chat with him about the season so far and get to know him a little bit. And then Turner Buttry from EKU Men's Basketball will come on to talk about the season that they've had, the great run throughout the A-Sun, and uh, what is ahead uh, because let's face it, for both basketball programs, the women's and the men's program, uh, March is a real thing. And uh, so, of course, the EKU men have had a phenomenal um, conference year, and uh, they still need to win that A-Sun tournament to get the uh, March Madness flowing in Richmond. I don't think just because of the way that their non-conference schedule went that the at-large bid is really available to them. Maybe if they went to the championship game and lost a close one, they could get an at-large, but probably not. So they'll need to win that tournament uh, coming up next week. And by the way, they're hosting the tournament 
Uh, so if you're in Richmond, Tuesday night uh, will be the first game. Uh, Thursday night, the second game. And if they win, Sunday will be the championship. And uh, so come on out, support the guys next week. And uh, I will be there for sure on Thursday. Um, Tuesday, probably not. I've got an awards banquet I got to be at, but uh, I'm hoping to be there Thursday night. And then Sunday, as soon as church gets out, I'll scamper on over to the arena if EKU is playing. And we anticipate that they will be. Um, so you got to come out and support them. And then the ladies uh, women's basketball team as well. As you know, we are huge supporters of the EKU women's basketball program here on the Sports Stove Podcast. And uh, they've got two games left. They are hosting Thursday night against Austin P at 7 p.m. Come on out. I'll be there. You need to be there, too. Let's get out there and support these ladies. And then they also play on Saturday at home at 1 o'clock. And uh, here's the deal. 1 o'clock game on Saturday will get you the EKU women's basketball. And then as soon as that game's done, you just walk across the parking lot to the EKU baseball stadium and watch some baseball. It's going to be a fun day full of EKU sports. And uh, my intention is to be at both the women's game and the baseball game on Saturday. Uh, baseball as well on Friday, by the way. Uh, you should be at that one also. And then Sunday, also EKU baseball. Um, again, the game times. I'm trying to get them just to come back just a little bit for me um, to help me out with church. But uh, nonetheless, uh, EKU baseball is hosting this weekend. And we'll talk to Tate about that, of course, in a few minutes as well. Uh, a couple things to get into before we get to our guests. A uh, reminder about our other sponsors, Righteous Felon is a great sponsor. We absolutely love having them aboard and love the jerky that they have as well. And so make sure that you you come out, uh, uh, go to RighteousFelon.com, get you some snacks. I'm telling you, you're not going to regret it. Uh, but we also have two other sponsors uh, for the program. IPM Pest and Termite, locally owned and operated, servicing Madison County and surrounding areas as well. Um, listen, if you got bugs in your house, we're going to start to get that warm weather. So that means the ants are going to start moving. Um, and, uh, you know, you might try to do them on your own, but if that doesn't work, you need to get a hold of IPM Pest and Termite. They're going to take care of your bug needs. Um, they have great service. They show up when they say they're going to show up, but they don't give you that 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. timeline. They give you a really realistic timeline, and they show up when they're going to be there, and they do a great job. So check out myipm.com for more information there. And then All Around Roofing, another locally owned and operated company that takes care of all the exterior needs of your home. So whether it's roofing repairs or replacements, or siding, windows, gutters, anything on the outside of your home, all around roofing can take care of you on that. And uh, and they would love to help you out with that. And I'm thankful some of our listeners have already called all around roofing and uh, and received help and have had a good experience as well. So, and I have been a customer of both uh, of those companies, of all three of these companies. And uh, and so try them out. I promise you, you won't regret it. We wouldn't have them on the program if we didn't trust them. And uh, and we legit do. So check that out. Uh, we've got a great show and two great guests coming. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're getting into EKU baseball with freshman Tate Nunley. But first, a quick word from All Around Roofing. Does the exterior of your home need a facelift? All Around Roofing has you covered. All Around Roofing is a veteran-owned company servicing Madison County and Central Kentucky. From roof repairs and replacements to gutters, sidings, windows, soffits, chimney flashings, and so much more. All Around Roofing provides quality work and friendly service that will leave your house looking great. Go visit allaroundroofingky.com. That's allaroundroofingky.com for more information. 
Welcome back into the Sports Stove Local Hour presented by Righteous Felon Jerky. It is now time for our first guest of the evening. He is a freshman from Alabama up in Richmond, Kentucky now. And like I said, he's made his presence known. He's the one and only Tate Nunley. How you doing, Tate? What's up, Vince? How are you? Man, I am doing awesome. I'm excited to talk with you tonight. Um, I haven't had a chance to come out and watch you guys yet. I was uh, in a tournament in Tennessee this past weekend, so I couldn't get out for the Oakland games. But I'm going to be out there this weekend, so I'm excited to see you guys in person. That being said, Tate, uh, I already know who you are because you've already made a major impact um, here on the season. And let's start off with that. You guys had a interesting start to the year. You go to Auburn, then you go to Vanderbilt, and uh, and before finally getting a home, home game against a couple home games against Oakland as well uh how has your baptism into college baseball been it's been good it's definitely a difference from high school like with all the pitching and the momentum of the game but i was playing inter squads in the spring and the fall it's really helped me get acclimated so it hasn't been that much of a struggle what's the biggest difference uh between between high school and college ball i'll say the speed of the game not only like pitchers obviously throwing harder but like just everything's moving a lot quicker than than high school was now, it's funny. The website has you listed as an outfielder. Um, you haven't played outfield yet, if I've seen this correctly. You've been DH and first base, correct, so far? Yes, sir. All right. So what's your, what's your natural uh, – that you would consider to be your natural position? Uh, corner outfield, left field or right field is usually okay. what I play. Yeah, but the need, I guess, has been different for this team. Um, yes, and so so explain that a little bit. You know, I'm not a college athlete. I never was. Like, I did play – college hockey but it was a club team and it was a really bad team but um so i've never really played college athletics before so tell me that uh that that unnatural i'm not saying that you've never played first base obviously but just the the maybe not your most comfortable position um you know how has that been adjusting so quickly to that position well i'd say the the, the outfield's kind of locked up we got some really good outfielders out there max williams and and dj sullivan out there in the corners there are two really good outfielders and then Miguel at first, he's also good. We've been rotating a little bit, but I'd say, I'd say Coach Ludwig and Coach Davis has kind of helped me with the drills and the work at first base. Has kind of helped me get used to first base and get in the games and stuff. Yeah, and it seems like they really want your bat in the lineup because, like I said, you're either DHing or you're you're playing, um, you know, switching off with Miguel. And and we love Miguel, by the way. He was a great guest, and uh, and and I guess me and Coach Pro both both think he uh, reminds us of someone off a TV show. Um, baseball is life, as we like to try to tell Miguel. But um, <laughs> uh, but talk about that adjustment, too. Now you're coming into a locker room or a, a dugout where you've got to get to know these guys, and you've had some time to do so, obviously, before the season. But how has that adjustment been, just trying to mesh with, with the guys on your team? Yeah, it's definitely different. But I feel like we're surrounded by a great group of guys in the locker room. I feel like everybody in there, we got one objective, and that's to go out there and win the ball game. So I think when – we're surrounded by a bunch of guys that wants to win. It's it's uh, it's pretty easy, honestly. I love it, man. I tell you, there's there's a lot of fun diversity uh, in that uh, dugout as well, from all yeah. over the states, um, and even some from from other countries. And you bring all yeah. that together into one place, and uh, and and you get them all together. Talk about the field a little bit. I always like to ask the baseball players this: the artificial field. Um, did you play on that a lot in high school, or is is that new to you? Uh, my high school actually did have a turf field because I'm I'm used to it. Yeah, and I just find it interesting because it's like I don't know. I mean, again, I'm old, so back in the day we didn't have that. But but that being said, um, you know, learning and getting used to the bounces and um, and and how much does it affect like sliding and things like that? 
you definitely have to slide earlier because you will go for a while. Don't want to slide over any bases or anything. But I, I actually prefer turf over dirt now. I think once you get used to it, it's it's a lot easier. to. There's no bad hops because there's a hole in the dirt or anything. I feel like it's easier. I know it gets a little warm sometimes uh, down there as, <laughs> as well. A little extra warm with that as well. But nonetheless, uh, I carry on. Um, let's talk about those outfielders. You did mention them and uh, your teammates. And the, you know they're, they're veteran guys. They've been around. We've seen them before. Um, but those guys, I mean, they do, they hold down the fort out there, don't they? Oh yeah. They're, we got a great outfield, Ron in center, DJ in left and Max in right there. It's a no fly zone out there, man. Yeah. There's some, uh, there's already been some, some nice catches out there infield wise. So you're dealing with guys on the infield. Of course, you've got to get a little used. That's not, I mean, it's baseball, but you got to get a little used to the throws and especially when you're playing first base and, um, where it's coming from, you've got some different height differences on the infield as well and things like that. But talk about just the crew on the infield. The infield's a great crew as well. You got Connor Davis at third, got Sant at short. Those two guys hold down the left side like no other. And then we either have JC or or my fellow freshman, Mauricio, at second. They've both been great over there. I don't think there's been any problems with them at second. I think they're great over there. Now let's talk about freshmen. Okay, so you got you and you got Silas who have played. Well, you've played every game so far, started every game. Um, Silas has been behind the plate most games. Uh, Boone comes in and takes and gives him a break here and there as well. And then, like you just mentioned as well, we got second base too. So, um, does the is there a? Let me make sure I word this correctly because I'm not trying to get anyone in trouble. I'm not asking if there's hazing. I'm asking is there a uh, young guy in the clubhouse? A little bit of earning your stripes, I guess, as you come in. I wouldn't say that. Besides, like, uh, carrying equipment, I don't think there's anything like that. You know, we got to get all the bags and load them on the bus and then take them off the bus. But other than that, I don't think there's anything like that. I love it. Uh, Coach Pro and the staff, you've already mentioned, you know, at first base, the coach is helping you out as well. Um, what What's it like to play for Coach Pro? We love we love having Coach on the show. He's a phenomenal interview. He's, he's an incredibly easy interview, actually. Uh, so we love having Coach on the show. Uh, but talk about the staff and, and ultimately what drew you, I guess, to Richmond. It was definitely the coaching staff that that drew me to Richmond. I, I, I would say Coach Pro is, not, if not the best, is one of the better head coaches that I've ever been under playing with. And uh, got a great hidden coach in, in Coach Walt. He's great, fun to be around, good dude. And then J.D., the infield coach, he's, he's, they're, they're just all fun to be around, and they're great coaches. The way that I've understood, and again, I'm an outsider, so looking in from the outside, is um, they are brutally honest um, with you guys, and they don't they don't give you this false hope of any kind. It's a here's the expectation, here's what's going to be there. Um, now you go out and do it, and you can you can play. And if you don't do it, then you're not going to play. Would that be a, a correct assumption of how, how they coach? Oh yeah, I think that's you hit it right on the head. I think that's exactly how they are. Um, now talk about your first home run uh, of your college career, um, and it's only been one so far, but we know more are coming. It was first game Auburn, um, and uh, and you go yard. What's that feeling like? I know every home run probably feels pretty nice. I've never hit a home run, so I don't know. Uh, but what's the first collegiate home run like? Oh, it was awesome. It was definitely a surreal feeling just to enjoy that moment with being in Alabama with my family in the stands and with all the guys in the dugout. It was a great moment. Uh, and then on top of that, you got four RBIs on the year. Um, only eight strikeouts and 25 plate appearances. So that's not bad at all. Two walks to go along with it as well. Um, no stolen bases. Is that, uh, again, I haven't seen you in person yet. So is, is that a, an aspect of your game or is that typically not, not, not in your game? I would say it's definitely in the tool bag, but it's not something we bring out, uh, often at all. Okay. <laughs> 
So it's there. Uh, but power power is your main your main uh, strength, I guess. Uh, I wouldn't say power. I would just say uh, putting the bat on the ball. I, I think when you put the bat on the ball, good things can happen. I don't think if you try to do too much, that's where you kind of get in trouble. Uh-huh. Yeah, um, that's good coach talk there. I like it. Um, listen, you've been you've been uh, really solid so far. And so that adjustment obviously has gone gone over smoothly for you. I'm sure there's things that you think, well, I need to do better here or whatever it may be. What's the one thing you've seen so far that you say, you know, I'm on the right track, but it's definitely an area that I need to get get a little better at as this season continues on? Two strike hidden it would definitely be the thing. I think I could definitely cut down on strikeouts. Uh, eight strikeouts to 25, uh, that's, not, that's not good in my opinion. So I think that's something that I can cut down on for sure. Well, I was trying to be nice, Tate. Um, <laughs> no, it's not. It's not horrible. Listen, baseball—that's the thing too. You got to remember. I mean, you're batting 240, but sure, you'd like to see that be higher. But I mean, you know, that's that's really baseball. 25 percent. You're just below that is kind of the norm. Um, you know, and and uh, and that's obviously where you want to be. But obviously, the coaches have confidence in you as well, putting you in every single game so far. Uh, you finally got to come home. Well, let's talk about the road games first. You already mentioned Auburn, where you had family in the in, in the stands and everything like that. Um, you know, had, had you ever played in a place like Auburn or in a place like Vanderbilt before? No, not really. Not around that many, that much people for real. I've never played in such a big big game before. And so, when you see that talent, that talent level, you know, first time. I mean, my goodness, I can't even imagine first time on a collegiate field as in a real game, and and you're sitting there looking at an SEC opponent across from you, um, and uh, you know, you see, is there a moment in that game, maybe that home run, or in those first three games at Auburn, where you're like, yeah, I definitely belong here. You felt confident um, that man, this is where I'm supposed to be. Yeah, I would say. I mean. It's just like it, like yeah, you're obviously nervous and anxious going into it around that much people. But once you get on that field, you start warming up. You realize that you've done this a bunch of times, and it's it's no different than any other game. Yeah, that's a great mindset, man. I coach basketball, and I've begged my kids to get into that mindset. <laughs> like it's it's what's what you do all the time. It's okay. Yeah. It, it's neat to be in those experiences. I grew up in Tennessee, um, just south of Vanderbilt, and Vanderbilt baseball was always you know the thing that Vanderbilt hung their hat on because everything else they stunk in. Um, but uh, going to, to play an organization like Vanderbilt that has the history and the championships and the MLB players and all that kind of stuff with it, is there anything extra cool about being in that kind of environment? Yeah, it, was, it was definitely cool playing against the guys that you grew up watching. But uh, obviously wanted to go out there and win that game. We, yeah. we were close, but uh, not close enough. Yeah, and, you know, it's funny. And it's early in the year, and I know everybody wants to win them all. I, I get all that. But – to be able to go in and show out the way that you guys did, I think should hopefully was an encouragement to you guys. I know moral victories only go so far, but uh, but it's it, those are good to have as well. Then you guys come home, you get Oakland, you get one of three at, uh, against Oakland. But talk about just being in, you know, sleeping in your own bed, being home, and uh, having that that chance to finally play against some of the the home fans. I suppose. Yeah, it was great being around, being around the people that you uh, that you're around every day is always great. It's good to go ahead and get that first home home series out of the way. All right, so the next one's coming up this weekend. Well, you guys have um, uh, Louisville, right, uh, coming up tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Or tomorrow. soon? Yep. Okay. And then you get another home series this weekend, which, like I said, I'll be out there for the home series. And I try to tell people, Tate, and and uh, to encourage people come out for the baseball games. I think the environment's really fun at EKU um, for the home games, and uh, the concession stands are reasonably priced and the tickets of course reasonably priced as well and uh just the stadium's nice easy to sit in and watch and enjoy games the 
the fans are great. There's a lot of parents that are there um, to watch and everything like that. This year they're doing all kinds of different um, specials. Uh, I think Friday uh, against Western Illinois, it's a buy a hot chocolate, get a free mug. Saturday's free popcorn. Sunday's dollar dog day. I mean, my goodness, oh, all yeah. kinds of reasons to come out. But, of course, the most important reason is to come out and cheer you guys on. Um, tell me a little bit about your pitching staff. We've had uh, Coach and had Joe on as well. Uh, but um, when you get to face your own pitchers a little bit, um, who's the guy that you're saying, man, that guy's got some heat? I would say the guy right down the hall from me, Bradley Stewart, that dude can sling it, man. He can, <laughs> I think he's, think he's been up to 96 from the left side. Yeah, I don't, I don't think I've put a ball in play against that guy yet. <laughs> All right, so now let's get into some uh, – get to know you a little bit here. Uh, walk-up song. What's your walk-up song? It was Green Onion 45. It's a, it's a little, like, snippet from uh, The Sandlot. Okay. Very nice. Do you have a backup song or just the one? Uh, Yeah, I have, a, I have another swag surfing. Okay. Okay. Swag surfing. <laughs> um, if you were not going to play baseball, um, what other sport would, would, would you have pursued? Definitely basketball. you played more, right? Yeah, okay. yeah you played in high school. Definitely basketball. Yeah, I played all, I think, all the way up until my sophomore year of high school, and then I realized that wasn't going to work out. I better stick to baseball. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I like it. Uh, and was that the moment as well that you realized, hey, baseball, there's a path forward here? Yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir, for yeah. sure. What's that? Again, you know, I grew up playing sports but not being great at any of them. Um, what's that feeling like when you start to realize, you know what, I can go to college and play this sport? and then potentially go on after college to play this sport? Like, when, um, how are you able as a young person to kind of put that into focus and then continue to put the work forward to, to achieve those goals? Uh, I have to give a lot of thanks to my dad for that. When he kind of opened my eyes and realized that I had some potential in this game and helped me lock in and put the work in to get where I am at right now. And I don't think there's any, any stopping any of that work yet. Nice. Uh, you're a lefty, correct? Yes, sir. All right, can can you make contact from the right side? Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely not. I've tried a couple of times to be like uh, Mauricio, but uh, it did not work out. Did not work out. Man, I love it. I love it. Tell us a little bit about your upbringing as far as, um, again, down in Alabama. Uh, were you there your whole life? I was born in Columbus, Georgia, but... Um, uh, we moved to Alabama when I was super young, so I don't remember much of that. Okay. Um, now, I, again, I grew up in Tennessee, so Alabama was never something that we talked fondly of uh, very often down there. But uh, growing up in Alabama, were you a big uh, Crimson Tide guy or were you a War Eagle guy? Roll Tide. Okay. All right. But now you're a colonel, and that's all that matters, right? Oh, yeah. Roll Kearns. <laughs> Roll Kearns. I love it, man. I love it. Well, listen, Tate, I'm excited to get out and see you guys in person, uh, hoping to bring the family out. And uh, we enjoy – we always enjoy coming out and watching the girls play baseball. And uh, we plan to make as many games as we possibly can this year, as always. And it's exciting to see you guys. You know, like I said, you and Silas, um, especially just uh, getting this the early season rolling. And, uh, and there's some other young guys and some other transfers that I still have to get to know a little bit. Um, but we're really excited for you guys and what's ahead. I know the season hasn't started off as, as well as you guys would like it to, but what's the general attitude right now in the clubhouse? I think we, we all understand how good that we can be. And after we get through these minor tweaks and adjustments, I think that uh, we're going to be a ball club that's going to be hard to stop. Awesome, man. We've got, we've got all the confidence in the world. Like I said, we'll be there cheering you on as well. 
Um, good luck in Louisville as well this week. Um, and I'll say this, Tate, I, when I get a, a, an athlete on for the first time, um, I never know what I'm going to get. And, uh, and sometimes they're, everyone's always very courteous and very kind. And sometimes the interviews are hard to do just because they're short one answer uh, and one word answers. And I'll tell you what, Tate, I've really enjoyed this conversation with you. And, uh, and I'm excited now that we've gotten a chance to talk a little bit, especially to come out and see you, see you in person in the coming days as well. So congrats so far, man, on, on the good start uh, individually. Good luck the rest of the season, and we'll see you at the ballpark this weekend. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. That's Tate Nunley from EKU Baseball. Um, and everything's rolling. Like I said, make sure you come out and cheer them on this weekend. Um, and uh, and another home series coming up this weekend as well. We're going to take another break. When we come back, we're talking EKU hoops. And uh, it smells like March in here. We'll be talking with Turner Butchery about that. Uh, but first, a quick word from IPM Pest and Turf. With over 20 years of experience, Matt Schaefer and the good folks at locally owned IPM Pest and Termite provides pest control service for all of Central Kentucky's pest control needs. Whether you have a current pest control problem or want to prevent infestation from ever entering your home, IPM Pest and Termite offers maintenance programs that will help keep pests out of your home and provide peace of mind. So for dependable, reliable services that you can count on, get in touch with our good friend Matt Schaefer at IPM Pest and termite today at myipm.com. That's myipm.com. Welcome back into the Sports Stove Local Hour presented by Righteous Felon Jerky. Again, you can go to righteousfelon.com. Use the code STOVE15. That's Stove15. You can get 15% off your purchase. It's time to talk some basketball. And joining us once again is the EKU guard, Turner Butchery. Hey, Turner, how you doing, man? Good. How are you doing today? I'm doing awesome. And uh, I'll tell you what, I, I can only imagine um, how excited you guys are right now, uh, clinching the regular season title, which is a, a huge feat. And 12-2 uh, and two in the conference. you got two games left, uh, both on the road, both in Tennessee of all places, uh, before the ASUN tournament begins. So let's start with the what's happened so far in the season. Uh, non-conference schedule was rough. And probably didn't go as uh, quite as you guys had hoped. Uh, but then, man, the ASUN schedule came and you guys turned things up. Um, was it a uh, was it a switch that had to be flipped? Or is there something else, you know, that I'm, I'm trying to find the right words for this question? How um, did you guys transition from non-conference to conference and have that great success in conference? Um, I think it was just kind of a thing as um, playing together, honestly. Um, just you know, everyone kind of saying, I don't care how much I score tonight or what I do or how many minutes I play. Like, let's try to buy in and, and let's all do something that, you know, we could go down as one of the best teams, if not the best team to ever play here. And I feel like, and luckily it was, you know, right when conference started is when we, you know, kind of stopped all the talking and actually started doing it. Um, and, you know, it, it's showing and, you know, the only thing that we we can keep doing is just keep doing that. And um, I, th I think we'll be all right. Uh, two games left. You've already clinched. Um, so I know the answer, the obvious answer, but um, these last two games, they don't mean much as far as seeding or anything like that goes. But what do they mean to you guys as far as needing to finish these last two games? So um, how the ASUN does it is, 
the one seed gets um, all the home games at at their place for the tournament. Um, if something were to happen and we were to lose both games and Stetson were to win both of their games this weekend, they would get the championship in their building. So we still have some work to do. You know, we, we already clinched the share of it, but since they have that head-to-head, they would get the championship in their building because they beat us at Stetson. So we still have something to play for. Um, and, you know, Coach is big on talking to us about, like, right now it's not about any other team. It's about what we do and about playing our best basketball in March. Um, and so even if it was a scrimmage on Wednesday and Friday this week, like, and it didn't matter at all, it's more about us playing our best basketball in March and, um, you know, taking those tests forward because anything can happen in postseason, you know, no matter where you're at or how much you're favored by, you know, so we got to continue to create great habits and stuff like that. Definitely. So uh, talk about then the transition from last year, this year, freshman to sophomore year, a good majority of the team was here last year. Not all of them, of course, as well. Um, how much does that help having that relationship with those guys going into this year versus last year when you were a freshman? I mean, you knew some of the guys, but yeah. um, you had to build that relationship versus having the relationship. Um, yeah, I think just little things is like, you know, me playing with Tayshawn and Leland and stuff and they knowing where I'm going to be at and, you know, where to hit me and stride, where I like my shot and stuff like that. It's just weird little things that add up to be big things. Um, and, you know, I think my favorite part of it all is just being with these like guys off the court. Like this is my favorite team I've ever been on. Um, and it's just because of the bond that we have off the court and, you know, we, we like playing for each other and, and playing to win. And, you know, I, I just – we have such a close bond. Like, I, when I first got here as a freshman, I could have never dreamed that we were going to be such a close team. And, you know, we have, and, and it's been it's been awesome. So, I think, yeah, but, you know, from freshman to sophomore year, I think the biggest thing for us this year is just, like I said earlier, has just been, you know, kind of gelling together. And, you know, we've been together for two years, but, you know, stuff can happen in basketball where it's like, you know, you got, you got a lot of time apart from each other um, in the summer and spring and stuff like that. Um, you're kind of just doing individual workouts. So I kind of think we had to come back together as a team and, and focus in on that one goal that we have. And you guys are almost to that goal. Um, but I assume, well, the one goal kind of fits into two goals as far as winning the A-Sun and playing in March and getting to that tournament, if you win the A-Sun tournament, obviously you, you get to play in that tournament, which would be phenomenal as well. The The opportunity to host, for sure, Tuesday and Thursday, um, that's a pretty big deal. Um, and I know the university's pumped. I know the community's pumped about it. Um, what does that mean to you guys that you get to play some home games to start off the A-Sun tournament? Oh, like, it it's amazing because we love our fans, like, there are certain, no knock to any other team in our conference, but like, every, like we go to other places and it, it, they just, people just don't do it, do it like we do. Uh, our fans are, are incredible. And, you know, there are sometimes when our little hype videos going on and all those, you know, flashlights are on and stuff and we just look around and it's like, you know, people can go other places and stuff like that. And the portal's a big deal, but you can't you can't find that at a lot of places, especially if you're not at a high major. Like, 
it's tough to find that. And I don't know what our home record is in these last two years, but it's got to be insane. Um, and a big part of that is our fans. You know, nobody likes coming here to play. I know that. So, <laughs> yeah, and that's how you want it to be, right? Uh, you don't want the other team to come in and think, all right, this will be a, at least an easy environment to be in. You yeah. guys are 27 and five at home over the last two years. Um, and uh, so, yeah, home has been a, a definitely a great thing for you guys uh, and a comfortable place, it seems like, for you guys, for sure. Um, tell me about on your team, who is the player that has impressed you the most um, this year, whether it be someone who's just grown a lot um, since last year or, or accepted a role different than what they thought they were going to do. Who's, I know you love all your, all your teammates, oh, yeah. um, but we want to get some of them mad at you. So who's the one guy? That stands out. You say, man, I'm really impressed with what he's done this year. I mean, Isaiah Kozar, I think that's the the obvious one. I mean, it's it's insane what he's doing. You know, he's led the country in blocks, I think, since, what, first or second game. And I think you think he's led the country in blocks the whole year. Um, and, you know, we had a, you know, he had a test against Purdue with Zach Eady, reigning yeah. national player of the year in 7-5. And, I mean, he – I don't know what he had that game, but I, I think he might have had a um, a double double or close to it. And it's like, you know, I mean, if he can do it against him, he can he can do it against anyone. And in my opinion, he's the A-Sun Player of the Year. I mean, he he dominates every night, like every night. He's so consistent. And I, um, coach was saying the other day that he's you know somewhere at the top in the country in field goal percentage. I think he's shooting sixty six percent from the field, and you know, put up the numbers that he puts up is crazy. He was A-Sun Player of the Week this week. Um, you know, and I think that, you know, I've, I've been impressed with Michael Marino as well. I mean, he, this is year five for him and, you know, to do have the output that he has for the last five years has been very consistent. Um, and then to touch on also Leland Walker has made a big jump from last year and just with his decision-making and his shot making ability has been a big jump. And then these last few weeks, Tayshawn Comer has, you know, really came on. So, you know, I, 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 Everyone has made jumps, um, but, you know, out of everyone, I would say person that's impressed me is definitely Isaiah Cozart. I mean, and, and another thing about him, for three years at, at Western Kentucky, I guess, I don't know what happened. I guess I just didn't see his value or something, but, I mean, he didn't, he wasn't even playing. And it's like, right. well, if he if he would have been playing on the floor for five years, what kind of career numbers would he have put up? I mean, it it's insane. <laughs> No kidding. Yeah, and he's leading the team in points right now, 15.7 a game. He's leading the team, of course, in rebounds at 10.1. And he's got 101 blocks on the year already this season uh, with still two games to go in the regular season on top of it. Um, he is 0% from the three-point line, but he also has not shot a single shot from the three-point line. So that's, that doesn't go against him uh, I mean, on that. There, there are some times when he, he's got a steal in practice and and coach will yell at him, shoot it, just to, you know, you just want to see what it looks like or something. But he he, he hasn't poured it out yet. I, I hope he does before before it ends up. He's a wise, wise man, Isaiah is. He knows what he's good at. He sticks with yeah. it for sure. Um, all right, so let's talk about you this season as well. You, you've got that. Uh, you're known as a shooter. I mean, that's what you're, you're uh, you know, everyone expects from you. But obviously, there's more to it than that. You've run some point again this year. You're uh, defensively, uh, you know, there's there was a gap this year for you guys with Cooper gone. There was a gap for the guards defensively. Someone had to come in and fill that role. Uh, Leland, Tayshawn, yourself. Um, uh, uh, I'm, I'm forgetting someone. Um, Colin. 
Yes, thank you, Colin, uh, as well. Step in and, and, and you know, Coach told me before the season, he's like, no one's going to do what Cooper did. Um, but as a team, we've got to find a way to uh, to fill that void. Do you think you guys have been able to do that this year? Yeah, I mean, we, we obviously miss Cooper um, just because of his toughness that he brought. But, you know, Colin Cooper coming in, I mean, he's, he's a very tough kid. And uh, having him has helped. And I think that, you know, me personally, I've taken uh, a, a jump on the defensive end from last year. You know, um, I'm still not where I want to be. Um, I'm still not satisfied with where I am, but I have made, taken a big jump as from where I was last year. And, um, you know, that's something that the coaches have really, you know, been on me about since I got here. And, um, and you know, Tayshawn and Leland, they're, they'll always be, you know, good defenders. They get in passing lanes, get steals, you know, they're so quick and fast. It's so, yeah, I think that, you know, replacing Cooper, you know, it wasn't going to be hard, but I think that we've, We've done a good job of it, especially, you know, Colin Cooper. He, he's really filled a big role with with his toughness. So, You mentioned Leland earlier. I mean, he has really come on, especially in conference play. He's now second in the team in scoring. And, you know, it's what I, I'm trying to think of this. I don't want this to sound wrong. It's what the expectation was um, when he came in here. He was a high recruit uh, for for coach. And, you know, it was, it was a lot of publicity about it. And he played well last year. I'm not saying he didn't. But we're starting to see this year where we've started to see what, what the expectation was. Yeah. And uh, I don't know what I've seen from you guys. And I haven't been able to watch your games a whole lot this year due to my basketball schedule. But when I got to see your summer practices and just the it, the intensity along with the positiveness in practice. So yeah. it is it's intense. Like it, when you guys yeah. practice, it's not just joking around. But there is a lot of laughing that goes on. But yeah. it's not when you're on the court balling. Yeah. Um, you know, me, me and Lee, we, we, you know, we, we've butted heads a few times, but, you know, it's it's all about competing and trying to get better. You know, it's never anything like personal, like, you know, I love Leland. Um, and, but yeah, I mean, he, you know, I, I think everyone has a little bit of a learning curve freshman year, no matter if you're a five-star, four-star, you know, anyone, you know, it's, it's a different, it's a different level that, you know, <clears throat> you know, if you haven't watched practices or, you know, been around a program, you know, it's hard to see. Um, but you know, he, I mean, he had a great freshman year last year. I thought he should have been all freshman team on the A Sun. Um, but you know, he wasn't, but this year, you know, he, he should be, you know, first team or, you know, at the, at the least second team, um, you know, he, he's taking a big jump and, you know, like, like I was saying, I think that his just decision-making and, you know, um, shot making has, has really took a jump. Um, I, I think that he's shooting the ball very well, especially since conference and, um, you know, if, you know, if he continues to shoot the ball like that, you can't really guard him because, you know, if you want to take his three away, he's he's lighting fast. And yeah. so I thought that he's just going to go right by you and get in the lane and make something happen. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, can you imagine having this much fun and this much success when you came in last year? I mean, I know the goal is always this. Um, but what you guys have been able to do this year is, again, it's, it hasn't attained the goal yet, but you're right there at the door uh, getting ready to kick that door down. I mean, you think through your high school career, you're Mr. Kentucky. Uh, and I mean, you know, that's a big deal statewide. That's a, that's a huge deal. And, and you come to EKU and, you know, and here you guys are sitting here now, just two games away from the end of the season, five games away from March madness. Like, can you imagine that? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's crazy. You know, uh, as I was growing up, um, you know, my, my family is, is basketball, 
that that's what we breathe. You know, my dad was a high school coach, well, a head high school coach for, you know, almost 20 years. And he was my assistant at Bowling Green. And, um, and I grew, just grew up in a gym and, uh, my dad actually like <laughs> growing up, his phone ringtone was always the March Madness song. Like, like, and, and, you know, just, and I, you know, grew up watching March Madness and stuff and it, it never, you know, I never really was sitting there thinking like, you know, I, I could play in that one day. Um, but now, you know, like the expectations, like through the season, you know, it's, it's, it's become real. Like it's a possibility, you know, if we got to take care of business, but it's a real possibility that we could play there. And that, that would be a dream of all of ours. Yeah. Um, but I, I think that, you know, last year when we had our CBI run and stuff like, like, you know, a lot of people would have been happy with that stuff, but like, it was weird how like unsatisfied that our team like was that we didn't go to the NCAA tournament. Like it, it was, it was weird. And, you know, even when we beat central Arkansas the other day to, to, you know, clinch at least a share, um, you know, one win away from outright, but, um, it was just a calmness, like, like it wasn't like celebrating, like it, it was just calm and it, it was weird. And, um, you know, I think that's what makes our team special is that we always want more. Mm. And, you know, I, I think, you know, seeing that last two years, you know, hasn't really shocked me that we're having success because, well, you know, when people are like that, when you get a group of guys like that, that always want more and are never satisfied, you know, it's, it's bound to have success. Now, is there, I would assume there's a difference from being hunted versus being the hunter. Last year, you guys were hunting. This year, you're going to go into this ASUN tournament as a huge target on your backs. Um, now, you've mentioned, you know, you had the CBI last year, which does give some experience, especially because you got a fairly young team. Having that experience is definitely helpful. Um, but have you noticed a difference between being the projected number one ASUN team before the season versus last year being someone who was chasing number one? Oh, yeah. You know, last year um... – we were, I mean, we were preseason pick 10th, you know, and we, we kind of felt that we were disrespected by that. Um, we ended up finishing the season third. We felt like we should have won it. Um, but, you know, th there is a difference because this year, everywhere that we go on the road, somebody's got a, uh, they got a blackout or a whiteout or a yellow out or gold out or something to, you know, get fans in the door and, you know, try to give them an edge to beat us. And, you know, we didn't have that last year. Last year, you know, it was kind of like, oh, we're playing, we're playing Eastern Kentucky, you know. We had to wake up some people, but this year it's from the jump. It's been, you know, people trying to do everything that they can to beat us. And we felt like we let some games slip early on. You know, we felt like we should have beat Western. felt like we should have beat Northern. Um, there were a lot of games. You know, UT Martin, Prairie View, we, we felt like we should have won a lot of games. But, uh, you know, we even coming into conference, you know, we 4-9, that we were still, you know, being hunted when we came into conference, there was still all that, you know, stuff to try and, and beat us when we came to people's places. So, you know, it's, we've been hunted all year, but, you know, I think that we have been extremely humble with our success and, you know, we, we want more. So. Well, I'll tell you, like I said, our schedules have conflicted a lot this year, uh, as far as my high school schedule and your guys' schedule. So I haven't been to been, I haven't been able to, to be at a ton of your games this year. But the ones I've been at have been an absolute blast. And I'm looking forward to next week getting out um, as well and cheering you guys on in the A-Sun tournament. 
and uh, hopefully all the way to Sunday um, as well. And uh, looking forward to that. Turner, you're always a fun interview as well. Um, we know it's always it's always fun having local kids on. You, you came back home and everything that we talked about that last year. But uh, nonetheless, good luck to you the rest of the way in the next two games, uh, regular season, and then, of course, the ASUN tournament. And hopefully after that, March Madness as well. And uh, we're excited for you guys. Congrats on the success, and good luck the rest of the way, man. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me on. Yes, sir. Turner Buttry from EKU Men's Basketball. Uh, excited about what is ahead for them. One more quick break. When we come back, we'll come back and close out the program. A word from Righteous Felon Jerky. Say hello to America's most wanted craft beef jerky. Over 15 flavors with all kinds of character. The number one jerky gift box and all natural black Angus quality made right here in the U.S. of A. Taste the flavor revolution at RighteousFelon.com. Use the promo code STOVE15 at checkout. That's RighteousFelon.com. Promo code STOVE15 at checkout. All right, welcome back into the Sports Stove Local Hour presented by Righteous Felon Jerky. What a great show we had tonight. A huge shout out and thanks to Tate Nunley and Turner Butchery for coming on and chatting with us. And thanks to KB for helping us get those interviews lined up as well. A lot going on in the EKU sports world this week. Uh, so make sure you come out. EKU women's basketball this week. EKU baseball this week all at home. Make sure you come out and cheer them on. And I'm sure there's other sports going on. And I apologize as always uh, as we can't cover everything. But uh, we cover what we can. And uh, hopefully if you're at the women's game this week or you're at the baseball game this weekend, uh, come up and say hey. I would love to meet people who've, who've listened to the show. would love to hear um critiques of the show we, we really enjoy hearing positive critiques but uh but we'll take any critiques that you got um as well um like i said usually on on monday nights so ryan jackson's here with me um they are starting up a lot going on with the football here this spring so um so he couldn't make it with us tonight but uh we'll get him back on the show again soon as well tune in next monday we'll continue to cover eku sports and everything going on um in the basketball world the baseball world as well and then uh, if you like fantasy baseball, tune in every Sunday at 8 p.m. for the Sports Stove Fantasy Baseball Show right here on the Sports Stove YouTube channel. And uh, then Wednesday night, my dad joins me. We talk uh, just general sports talk. We're talking a lot of baseball right now, heading into the baseball season. Uh, also cover some NASCAR things uh, as well. So if you like that kind of stuff, tune in Wednesday night, 8 p.m. Uh, right here on the Sports Stove YouTube channel as well. Follow us on social media at Sports Stove on Twitter and on Instagram. Make sure you go check out RighteousFelon.com. If you live locally, IPM Pest and Termite and All Around Roofing are here to help you and your house needs as well. Uh, thanks for tuning in to tonight's edition of the Sports Stove Local Hour. Until next time, we'll see you around the Sports Stove.